Like, what the hell? You're talking to me? Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> yeah. Alright, be quiet. We're about to start the show, so be quiet. Here we go. It's the Ed Show, not the Ted Show. It's the Sit Back, Relax in Your Bed Show. It's the Ed Show. Come on to the Ed Show. You can talk to Ed on the Ed Show. Yeah, I ain't lost a beat ever. No. Hey, everybody. Yep, it's your friend, Ed. We'll be back again, man. It's 1922. We're doing it. It's a new year. Everything is just like brand new again. I mean, we've been doing this show now for, man, since, what, 1907, 08, something like that. 14 years. Been a long goddamn time. But you know what? I'm glad you kids is here. And I know a few of you is listening live, and a lot of people going to be listening tomorrow in their cars. And if you're in your car tomorrow listening, I want you to honk your horn as loud as you can at this point in the show. And if I hear some horns honking when I'm driving, I know you're listening to the show. But... I'm going to bring on my co-host. He's back here today. You guys know him. He's the guy that used to make love to Indy Sarah. Number one nine, are you there? Yeah. Yes, I'm here. By the way, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a time when uh, we last did a show. Because it was nice to hear the theme song at the beginning of the show because it's been a very long time. And... You, I don't know. When was the last The Ed Show? Do you remember? <sighs> Might have been like four or five years ago. Yeah, I just did a quick search on the internet, and the, I found one from 2017, but I don't know. It couldn't have been that yeah. long, could it? Well, no, I was retired. You're on a hot basis. Well, you know what? Here's the thing that a lot of people might not know. In actuality, I'm not Ed from Vegas no more. Yeah, you're Ed from I have Arizona. moved. <laughs> Ed from Arizona. Pimpy, Arizona. Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of people, they might not have heard all this stuff, you know, that I got married, that... We had a tragedy that Coco died. Yeah, your, your beloved the dog, The best Coco. dog in the whole world. You should mm-hmm. see my keychain, man. Let me look at my keychain. It's got a picture of Coco on it. And uh, the doctor got me this. And on the back of the keychain, it says, Once by my side, forever in my heart, Coco. Oh, nice. <laughs> Pretty nice. Yeah. So, you know, it's just been tough, but it's all yeah. right. You know, we, we're going to get through all that stuff. You know, hey, people yeah, come, and a, people go. I found a more recent show from August of uh, 2018, so maybe that might be. Yeah, we might have done that. We might have done that one. I don't remember. It's been a while. 
Oh, it's been. But you know, hey, if any of you kids is out there, you call in, we talk, and know what's going on. But we got a couple people want to make topics. You know, they was asking about what what are you going to talk about in your return show, Ed? I said, well, we got football playoffs coming up, and you guys, I know you guys ain't been winning shit. Uh, I ain't been giving you no picks. Well, and number one nine, guess what happened? What happened yet? For the 150th time in history, I won the Ed versus the World in Gambling competition on the internet yeah, with all these dummies. Yeah, it's crazy how that always happens, huh? You keep track of the I don't scores, win every, and then you win. No, I haven't. I haven't won in like five years. Oh, really? Yeah, so you I weren't won. the best gambler in America for the previous five years, but now you are the best gambler in America. <laughs> no, I was still I was still the best, just because I'm always the best. But I mean, and then and guess who tried to guess who the top three were going in to the final week? Amazing. Yeah, he was there. The whale. He was he no he wasn't in the top three he. He made an amazing comeback. Okay. <laughs> and then Major Minority took a shit in what? his pants. He was Major two Minority. games behind and went 0-5 in the final week. <laughs> oh, no. Major Minority. <laughs> hey, five. but I didn't do much better. I went 1-4 in the final week, and then Amazing went 2-3. and three. Oh, so Amazing. All I mean, you guys stink. What are you doing? We did the last no the last week the week a couple weeks before that I went five and zero, oh. but then the whale went four and one in the last week and jumped into the top three. Wow, look at that, the whale! So he's the best gambler in America, the whale. No, but he's four he and came one. He's second. He tied. He tied. It's an overall week. It's 18 weeks. Jesus Christ. No, man. I'm getting ready for the Super Bowl. But, hey, yeah, I'm still doing the sports betting. You know, because I've started, since we've come back, you know, since we've been away, now that we're back, they've legalized sports betting here in Pennsylvania. So I've been, you know, professional gambler these last few weeks. And uh, I'm I'm doing really well in the sports betting. But I'm still taking a beating on craps and mad, mad monkey. That's the problem. Yeah, you got to stop playing that madman monkey. <laughs> I, think I think I'm done. Because, yeah, here's what happened. That monkey, that monkey the is a madman. <laughs> the other night, I really went in on Mad Mad Monkey. I'm like, all right, because I've never got the bonus spins on Mad Mad Monkey, you know? So I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm really going in on it tonight. I'm, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to get the bonus spins. And I got the bonus spins at the end. And that's where you make your money, you know, because everything's tripled yeah. and you get the 10. So I'm like, oh. This is great because in real casinos, the two th- the two times I've hit bonus spins in real casinos, I walk away with like 150 bucks. So I'm like, all right, Madman Monkey, I hit it. It's gonna be great. Get so much money, I won. Thirty cents. Nine dollars. Nine dollars. Were you playing pennies? <laughs> well, uh, 50 cents a spin, but there are 50 pay lines, so yeah, pretty much pennies. But still, uh, that's that's bullshit. Nine dollars with big bonus spins. Well. I'm like, fuck this. Well, I'm done. They've got you hooked. Yeah. But I'm I'm like that I took such a beating this past little week. Paws around your neck. I'm sticking to sports I'm I'm officially just sticking to sports betting until you know the next time I play Mad Mad Monkey. But for right now, it's just sports betting. So I'm very I'm looking forward to your uh, sage advice here this evening yeah. on what to bet. Well, before we get to that, is Tuffy gonna call? I don't think. 
for the fags. <laughs> well, yeah, this, this right there. That's why you can't have a show anymore. That attitude right there. That's why we can't do shows. No, I've got a good attitude. Tuffy don't got no good attitude because he ain't calling. Well, he might call. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't talked to him. But, uh... Oh. Someone want to know if Larry going to call. No, Larry doesn't call anybody anymore. Are you eating? Because that's one thing Larry always used to hate about the Ed Show is you would always be eating during the shows. No. Yeah, you're eating. I can hear you eating. No, that's wiring in the phone. <laughs> well, speaking of food, though, Ian, I do have a question for you. The last time you were on the LCS show, like last week, uh, you went to Walgreens. Yeah. And and then the next day, you tweeted out that uh, you'd been to Walgreens 11 days in a row, and that the same yeah. lady had been working at Walgreens. <laughs> you, you saw her each day for 11 days, and you tweeted out that if she's there tomorrow the next day, you're going to tell her to take a day off. So was she yeah. there 12 days in a row? You know what? I forgot to go the next day. <laughs> but <laughs> I went the day after you. that. But when I went the next time, she was there. So I really <laughs> don't know. It's a mystery. It but is a mystery. That... <laughs> But the thing that confused me was uh, when you called in uh, live on our show there, uh, or you were at Walgreens live on our show, you forgot your money, and you had to go back. And uh, you told her you forgot your money, and you had to go back home and get your money. And she put your candy bars back and stuff because, I guess, she didn't trust that you were going to come back. But you were there a lot of days in a row. How did she not know? <laughs> she sees me every fucking day. That's she ridiculous. put your number in. Put your card number in. I do it all the time. <laughs> She all, you know what? And I've never seen her do nothing but work at the register. Like other people I see putting shit on the shelves and stuff, you know. <laughs> like the guy Randy that works there. Randy's oh, yeah, always yeah. in the in the in the aisles putting shit up. <laughs> Randy. Oh, Randy yeah. Orton, is it? No, this guy's tall and skinny. White yeah. fellow with black hair. Looks like Bob Saget. Oh no. That's her. He piece. died. Yeah. Did he have a heart attack or something? Uh, possibly. I don't know. Who would think that I would outlast Bob Saget? Yeah. Especially when you go to Walgreens every day to buy like uh, three chocolate Santas on the discount rack. They're out of them yeah. now. They're out of them. Uh, right. Those things went quick, man. They were down to 75 cents a three-pack. Them fuckers yeah. went quick. All right. They really did. Maybe it. Well, let's get into the uh, the sports, though, because last night was big national title game in college football. Yeah, I had Alabama plus two. <laughs> yeah, I saw, I saw our buddy Dave. Uh, our buddy Dave almost nailed the score exactly. He had it pretty close. He had Georgia. Last time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I know nothing about college football, but I knew that, uh, that uh, Alabama wins all the time. And I saw they were getting points, and I'm like, all right, I'll throw four dollars on it. <laughs> I made a big whopping four dollar bet, and I lost. I went with you. I went. That's what I did because I every other year I've bet against Alabama, and I've got burnt. Uh, well, I yeah. took them this year and got burnt. But let me ask you this, Dad. I don't watch college football. I hate college football. It's just an inferior product. Why bother waste your time watching it? But uh, I, I put it on last night. I watched the first like drive or so, and I, this Alabama kid. I heard, oh, he's the he's the Heisman Trophy winner. That quarterback. And I, yeah, he, he ain't no 
No, he's terrible. Like, how did he win a Heisman Trophy? Because like, he played for kid? Alabama and they won all them games. Oh, my goodness. I turned the TV off. I'm like, I don't feel good about this at all. <laughs> and what's crazy, that guy's the Heisman winner for Georgia, the Stetson kid. Yeah. Stetson Bennett. He was a walk-on for Georgia. Huh. He didn't even get a scholarship till later on in his career. Yeah. Well, clearly that Alabama quarterback, he ain't going to the pros, right? I mean, he's just going to. Right, he'll get drafted, but he ain't, he ain't shit. Yeah. Yeah, I was I mean, very, they, uh, he ain't better. They think he's. They think he's better than that Tua Tungavuga. He ain't better than him. <laughs> Tua and yeah. Tua ain't no good. Hey, I, well, the big news out of Miami there, I guess Tua Tungavuga and uh, his coach at uh, Flores, they were having trouble, and they, they, Miami they fired Flores, so they're staying with Tua well, Tungavuga. They should have got rid of fucking Tua. Yeah, maybe because that Brian Flo, that Brian Flores, is a good ass coach. Yeah, yeah. And if the goddamn if the hey, if the Chicago Bears want to get him a good coach, they'll hire him. Hey, Tuffy will be There's excited. a lot of firings yeah. today. Yeah, there's a lot of firings today. So that's the one thing I want to go through is the firing of the coaches. And I'll tell you who I think would be a good fit. All right, uh, just one more thing about the national title game. Are there any comments uh, about the game? Uh, anything else you want to say about it? Uh, I mean, um, I mean, I. Even though I bet I had bet like eleven hundred on Alabama, I lost. Oh, I but, bet four dollars. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I wasn't I wasn't really too mad about it. But because you know I get tired of seeing Alabama always win. But, yeah. You know, yeah, I hate Alabama. I hate, a little I hate bit that. Lighter, but who's that coach? I can't stand that guy. What's his name? Saban. Nick Saban. Uh-huh. Remember when he was he down sucked in Miami? As a pro coach. He, yeah. yeah, he was no the good whole- as a pro coach. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Hey, what with Dante Culpepper over Drew Brees? I remember that. Like they didn't take Dante Culpepper. Like, yeah, that's not Culpepper. And then uh, oh yeah, he Brees thought he got Culpepper, didn't he? Yeah, and then Brees went to New Orleans. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. I I, could, I <laughs> forgot about Culpepper in that situation. Yeah, yeah Dante <laughs> Culpepper. I didn't like him either. He had a hell of a year that one year in Minnesota with uh, Randy Moss. You know. Well, yeah, had Randy good. Moss and Anthony yeah. Carter. Jesus Christ, I could have threw to them. <laughs> well, I don't think he had Anthony Carter. Chris Carter. Chris Carter, yeah, yeah, Anthony was a brother. Yeah, Chris All Carter. Right. You know Chris. You know Chris Carter got fired at ESPN for messing with one of the makeup women, and then got fired at Fox for the same goddamn thing. What? And he married. He that. married the makeup. He okay. He got fired at ESPN for marrying the makeup woman, and he married. Her. Then he went to Fox and got divorced and got fired because he's fucking with the makeup woman at Fox. He loves makeup what? women. <laughs> Wasn't he married to a lady before he? Oh yeah, he yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. He originally had a wife. Man, the yeah. Mets are going to retire Keith Hernandez, number seventeen. Jesus Christ, who canceled? <laughs> oh fuck. Keith why? Hernandez. Why would the Mets? I mean, what for? Yeah, for, for Seinfeld episode or yeah. what? <laughs> that's what I was going to say for Seinfeld. <laughs> I mean, that's just ridiculous, man. I mean, you know what? Maybe they're retiring because nobody wants to wear 17. That seems like a shitty number anyway. Oh, that 17 can be a good number. I don't know. I I think that's what happened. People said, guess what? No one has wanted to uh, – hold on. Amazon says I got a fucking return. I don't got no return. I need to order Amazon. 
probably a, probably spam a scam yet, you know, one of the phishing scams. Oh, hold on, mm-hmm. let me give him my credit card number. No, 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 don't do that, dude. Don't do that. Don't do that. Huh? Don't give him your credit card number. Just uh, delete the email and move on. Yeah. Oh, all right, I won't do it. Hey, hey man, who are there any good? Uh, who's the best player to wear number seventeen? The one that pops to mind immediately for me is Yari Curry, the Edmonton Oilers. Who? Yari Curry, the Edmonton Oilers. Yes. Hey man, that's all things we said about number seventeen. <laughs> I'm gonna say we need to ask the Dave: Is number seventeen the worst jersey number of all? Gary Perry's a Hall of Famer. He's one of the best wingers of all time. Played next to uh, Wayne Gretzky. Hold on, powerhouse. We're gonna team. text live on the air or Twitterize live on the air. So if you guys are listening to Twitter, you guys will see this Twitter come right out, and we're gonna Twitterize it to the Dave right now. At Dave Damashek is number 17 the worst of all the franchise numbers? You know, yeah, I, I was born on the 17th of February, so 17 is a pretty cool number. I don't know. Mets are retarding. <laughs> no, I better not put retarding. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. They'll, yeah, they'll yeah. fire me, man. Retiring. Keith Hernandez, number 17. Why, why, why? <laughs> I put, damn shake. Is number 17 the worst of all the franchise numbers? The Mets are retiring. Keith Hernandez, number 17. Why, why, why? Yeah, Wendell Clark. Remember Wendell Clark from yeah. Toronto? Yeah. Who? Wendell Clark, a winger from the Maple Leafs. Nothing? Don't remember him? No. Come right. on. I'm talking about real sports. <laughs> I, don't, I just know hockey. Like, I mean, what, okay, listen. Can you think of any has football there ever been a football player? Pl- man, look up I'll, number 17 up. and see what who's retired in number 17. Nobody. Yeah, well, keep talking. I'll look it up. I'll Google stuff up. Ah. So, we had a bunch of fired coaches today in the NFL. Yes. Ain't, no, well, ain't nobody called yet? Today. Yesterday and ain't today. No one call, yeah. Ain't no one called yet? No, I'll let you know. No one's calling. You guys are fags, man. <laughs> you can't just say that. You can't just call people. Um, I can say what I want. Hey, apparently Le'Veon Bell wore 17. I don't remember that at all. I guess he was 17. Okay. So he's the best you can come up with. I, well, is that even true? He wore 17? That doesn't seem right. Wait a minute. He might wear it now with Tampa Bay. Uh, yes, 221. In, in 2021 he wore it. Yeah. I was going to say, I can't remember what he wore in Pittsburgh, but it wasn't 17. Like uh, 20s or something, right? Anyway, whatever. Um. So hey, oh Matt Matt Barkley, <laughs> That's what I man. That's what I'm saying. It's got to be the worst number ever. Seventeen. Oh, yeah, Devontae Adams. Uh, the uh, come on, Devontae come Adams. On. Oh, Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. says he's the best wide receiver in football. Devontae Adams. He can't be because no one knew who he was till Aaron Rodgers threw the ball. 
and no one else has ever thrown him a ball. Antonio Brown wore 17 in 2019. Talking about guys who wore it as their primary number through their career, and they was great. Plexico Burrs. Yeah, but I mean, is he a Hall of Fame guy? No, I mean, that's what I'm saying. You can't come up. You're not coming up with like Joe Montana, Quincy Carmani. Yeah, Dallas Cowboy great. Yeah, that that's I'm telling you. I think the Dave will probably be agreement green on that and he'll come Yeah, here's a good one, the Ed. Uh Steve DeBerg. And, and that's the best quarterback ever to wear number seventeen. <laughs> Jake DeLome. That's a, remember Jake DeLome? Yeah. See, you've proved my point. Well, I'm only on the E's. You know, we could, huh? uh, I'm only on the E's. I'm going in alphabetical order. There could be some good ones here. Uh, Do you remember when we went to the Baseball Hall of Fame and kicked people out? <laughs> that was the Football Hall of Fame. And, uh, oh, football. Jake, <laughs> Jake Fromm. Isn't <laughs> he the Giants quarterback this year? Jake Fromm. Jesus Christ. Third and nine, and they ran a quarterback sneak. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw that. (laughs) And guess what? Joe Judge got fired. He's one of the one of the coaches we're talking about. Yeah, he didn't get fired yesterday when everyone else got fired. But today, it's like they remembered that he still worked there, and they said, "Oh wait, we got to fire him too. Get the fuck out of here, Judge." You know, I kept seeing all these people going, "Oh man, all the black coaches got fired. How come Joe Judge ain't gonna get fired? (laughs) It's because he's white. He got fired the next day, though." Uh, And yeah, Devin Hester wore seventeen one year. Oh, Eric Hibble. He might be the Remember no, Eric Hibble? De- Devin Yeah, I remember him Lions, but Devin yeah. Hester might be the best number seventeen of all time, him and Plexico. Oh, Ron Jaworski for for one season. <laughs> Once that must have been his rookie year. Uh no, it was late in his career. Um eighty eight. Oh, he got traded somewhere. Yeah. Uh hey, remember Rob Johnson? From the uh, yeah. Buffalo Bills, I think he. Yeah, Buffalo Bills. Uh, Rob Johnson. Well, yeah, Burt Jones worked for two years. Burt Jones, probably the best quarterback you've named. Uh, I don't know. I said something. Oh, better than Steve DeBerg. We're only up to the L's, so you never know. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. He's, there's nobody good. See, you can't even Google eyes and say. Retired players who wore number 17. No, Hall of Fame players who wore 17, it'd be zero. Yari Curry. Yeah. No, we're not talking about hockey. Jesus Christ. Something that everybody knows about. Uh, hey, Sean Payton played in the NFL, the New Orleans quarterback or, or you know, coach. Was he a, we have a Sean Payton here, 1987, wore number 17. That's the same Sean Payton? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's him. Is he like a backup quarterback or something? I don't remember him at all. No, 87, Sean Payton. No, Sean Payton. I don't know if that's the same one. Because Sean Payton. Oh, yeah, because two years later he was over at Florida State as an assistant. Yeah, that's the same one. Yeah, it looks like him. Yeah, he was a quarterback. Uh Uh-huh. Yes, he was a quarterback. And he played three games for the Chicago Bears in 1987. That sounds about right. That's where he'd be at. All right, I'm into the offers. You haven't seen anybody good. Oh, Philip Rivers. What the fuck? We forgot about Philip Rivers. That's about the fifth best quarterback you've named. (laughs) Philip Rivers. He's a Hall of Famer now. Man. 
it just shows my point. If he's the best you got, it's not good. All right, I'm into the S's. Uh, oh, Brian Sipe. How about that? I like oh, Brian Sipe. He's better than Phillip Rivers. Yeah, the old Cleveland Browns. Quarterback. My cousin Vinny's about to come on. <laughs> oh, oh, the movie. I thought uh, he actually had a cousin Vinny and he was going to call the show. Like, <laughs> I don't got no cousin Vinny. Oh, Kingpin's coming on. Yeah. Oh, that's a good that's one. Great. Kingpin's a good one. Bill Murray and that is hilarious. Big Ernie McCracken. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I tried to have the doctor watch that with me. She was not impressed. She goes, what's hey, wrong hey, with his hair? <laughs> what's wrong with his hair? <laughs> hey, Ryan Tannehill. He wore 17. Jesus, man. You're proving my point over and over again. <laughs> I'm almost through them all. Uh, Did see. Willie Wilson wear 17 in baseball? I'm getting there. I'm in the, I'm in the W's. Oh, wait. In baseball. Chris Wanky. He wore 17 one year. Yeah, Chris Wanky, his ball. Oh, he did. Doug Williams. He wore 17. Oh, yeah. All right. Doug Williams. That's a good one. But I'm telling you, that's a pretty shitty list of 17s, man. Hey, Sam Weich wore 17 when he was playing. 1974. And there all right. you go. That's all the 17s in the NFL. Of note. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty bad list. Yeah. All right, number one nine. Let's talk about the coaches that got fired in the NFL today and yesterday. Yeah, we'll start with we'll Joe start Judge. Off, you brought him up. Start off with Yeah, him. the Giants, Joe Judge. I mean, you know, the guy sucked from the beginning. He didn't look like a head coach anyway. No. He looked he, like the guy that was helping to get the, the team equipment off the bus. Wasn't he – now, I don't know too much about him, but wasn't he a special teams coach somewhere and then he got the job? I thought he was a special ed teacher. <laughs> About what, that's, know, about uh, what he, that's about what he turned out to be. Was well, a special I, know, head coach. I, I watch the uh, Pat McAfee show every day. You, you like the Pat yeah. McAfee? Yeah, I like, well, I like him. Know Pat McAfee. He's a Colt kid. He's a Colt. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, Ed, what about the Colts losing to the uh, Filthy Jaguars? We're going to get to that, too, <laughs> because that's a coach that needs to be fired. All right, we'll get to that. But uh, Pat McAfee, uh, he always says that he always makes fun of Joe Judge because he said he made the veterans and stuff during training camp doing they were doing push ups and stuff in their pads on the field, like you know, like uh, he says we're gonna change the culture here. They're making all the vets do push ups and shit. And he's like, what the fuck is this? So yeah, like yeah, I guess professional players see that and they think this guy's a clown. You know, it's Joe Judge. It's not a high school. Yeah, team, that's not a. You know? so, these coaches don't understand. You've got to you've got to treat these guys. Like they're ball players, not like they're kids. And you, and you, because you, you make less money than most of these fucking dudes on That's your right. team. They got to become so, your friends. And, and I think the offensive coordinator, I'm not sure, but is Freddie Kitchens? Is he with the Giants right now? Remember Freddie Kitchens from? Cleveland? I don't know, but yeah, but he needs to be. If he's there, they're just stupid. The whole <laughs> whole goddamn crew. You seen the general manager quit too? Yeah. The Giants got to get a new GM. And, and, and for a new coach, I mean, who really want to coach the Giants? You, you need a leader know. of men. You know, you need a leader of you men. Need, you need an old school guy to coach that team. And, you know, I would call, I know a lot of people might not like this name, but I would 
And well, it's got to be someone who can handle the quarterback to the situation. And I, I would call Lovey Smith. Wow, that's a name I haven't heard in a long time. Yeah. Is, like, what's he been doing? Because he last coached the Bears. Was that the last place he was? Oh no, then he was at Illinois as the head coach oh, for a long time. The pros. The pros oh yeah, but I think he might mm-hmm. be somewhere now as an assistant. But I think Lovey Smith. Lovey, I. I the name drives me crazy, Lovey. It's just <laughs> name. Well, every every time I hear the name, I think of uh, Gilligan's Island. Lovey, you know. Yeah. Let me see where Lovey Smith is right now. He's an associate head coach and defensive coordinator for the Houston Texans. Oh, good lord! <laughs> he's only he's only sixty three. I'd give Lovey 63. Smith a look. I'd give him a look. I'd make a call you know, to some of those hot assistant coaches down in Tampa, their defensive coordinator, and then Byron Leftwich, the offensive coordinator. But I think Byron Leftwich is probably going to be taking the Jacksonville Jaguar job, the job that stupid Urban, uh, Urban Meyer had. Yeah. So that's a job opening, too. That's a job opening, too, is yeah. that is uh, the uh, – Jacksonville Jaguar job. And I think the best fit for there is Byron Leftwich because Byron is a Jacksonville Jaguar um, pioneer. You know, he, he was a quarterback for the team when they first started. That's right. I yeah. think that guy, and he, and, he, and he does good in Tampa. He did good with Jameis Winston. He did good with Tom Brady. He was I in Pittsburgh he here a little bit as a quarterback. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. So I think he did. Uh... Did he play at Marshall in college? Yeah, he played at Marshall. Yeah, I remember that game when he was limping off the field. Yeah, his his offensive lineman picked him up and carried him down the field. Remember that? Yeah. Uh huh. To get back under the center. So the next job up is the Minnesota Vikings. So we we filled two vacancies right now: Lovey Smith and Byron Leftwich. <laughs> I don't know about Lovey Smith. I don't. I don't think that's going to happen. But I think Leftwich is probably going to happen. Yeah. Hey man, I'm telling you, these people need to listen to me. All right. The next one, Minnesota. That goddamn coach there was a total moron. Mike Zimmer. Yeah, Zimmer got to go, and and then now Kirk Cousins is totally done in Minnesota now. So you got to get you a coach. You got to get you a young hot shot guy. For those guys, I say you got to go to Buffalo or maybe the Rams and get one of those offensive coordinator type guys there. Someone that's got well, a fast pace. Huh? Well, I was going to say, why Buffalo or the Rams? They got some good coordinators over there. All right. But you can't and their teams that score a lot of points. Right. Let me see who the Rams offensive coordinator is. Doesn't McVay Kevin just run O'Connor. that show? Carolina's expected to be interested in him, but I'm telling you, Minnesota needs to contact that fucker. Yeah. They said the Panthers wanted for the offensive coordinator job. I'm saying the Vikings need to take him <laughs> as the goddamn. 
How did that Carolina coach not get fired? Isn't that that Matt Rule guy? Did you ever see that guy? Yeah, he's pretty good. He need, he needs to what? go. He needs to be. Yeah. yeah, he needs to go. Like, how is that guy a coach in the NFL? No, no, he he's all right. He's all right, man. He's in Carolina, and Christian McCaffrey got hurt both years, man. Looks like a, a goof. They're saying the Bills, know. the Bills offensive coordinator Brian Dabola, is looking like he might go to Miami to replace Brian Flores. Now, Brian Flores, he needs to go to another vacancy in Chicago where the Bulls are. But um, he'd coach the Bears, though, not the Bulls. <laughs> yeah. I think that would, that makes sense, him going up there to Chicago. He's a defensive guy, right? And they, like, uh, have yeah. strong defenses in Chicago. Yep. And then he just hire him a nice offensive coordinator. <laughs> so then, what's another, what's another team that, that lost their coach today? Uh, I don't know. Let me look. Coaching vacancies, NFL. Here it is right here. Um, that might be all. No, we didn't go through seven of them. Holy hell. Yeah. Did the Texans even have a coach? I don't know. Did they have any? Yeah, I, I forget who their coach is. Hold on, man. The Boston Globe won't even let me open this thing. They say they want me to subscribe. I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> what about the Broncos? Did they fire Fangio? Or oh, yeah, Fangio? yeah, that Vic Mangiano. Oh, Jesus Christ, that guy. I mean, they, they should have never even hired that guy. They need to they need to do something tricky. They need to, to find a coach in Denver that has coached before as a head coach and has had success. So. Oh, hey, the Ed, love Denver. I just saw today, uh, I can't remember who tweeted it out, some NFL insider or whatever, that uh, there might be an ownership change in Denver. And there's all kind of rumors that Peyton, Eli, Cooper – and uh, his daddy are all going to buy a team. So what do you think? Think they buy the Broncos? Yeah, they're going to. You know what sucks is Peyton's going to be more associated with the Broncos than the Colts the rest of his yeah, life. Probably. Well, I don't know who they could get over there in Denver, but they got to get somebody who's been a coach before. Well, Maybe let me say this, yeah. That's what I was going to say. What if Peyton and the Mannings buy the Broncos and they hired uh, Jim Caldwell, the old Colts coach, to be the coach? That would be a good one. I'd take Jim Caldwell over there. Yeah. He wouldn't be a bad fit. The Houston Texans, now, who who could that's they a, get? <laughs> that's a dumpster fire on the Houston. Yeah. I mean, does anybody even want to coach that team? They look like they played kind of hard there down the stretch, right? They like, like if you had to say who the worst team in the NFL was this year overall, probably the Giants, right? Like the Giants just looked ridiculously bad. I got, I got a Houston, Texas one. I'm thinking outside the box. Need to have somebody to work with a young quarterback. Hire Kurt Warner. <laughs> He's never coached anything. It doesn't matter. Hey, did you see that new Kurt Warner movie? 
Did you go watch that with the doctor? Oh, I heard about it, but I hate his wife, so I would never watch it. <laughs> he hate his wife. You ever seen his wife? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The most evil-looking woman I've ever seen. <laughs> I don't know about that. She just had the crazy haircut. If you ever see her without that crazy haircut, because when like she first became on the national scene, she had like short, spiky hair. Remember that? Yeah. But uh, she got normal hair then after that, and you know she looked normal. So, yeah. Hold on, let me look her up and see. <laughs> oh, hold on. We got the Raiders job. Let me tell you what's going to happen with the Raiders job. Yes. Well, let's set the stage here, Ed, because uh, the Raiders. Oh, holy hell! Did did you watch that Monday night game? Oh, or that was Monday, right? Yeah. Or Sunday night. Sunday night. Um, Sunday night. Yeah, that was exciting, huh? Because if they both tied, they both made the playoffs, and the Steelers needed them somebody to win. Just anybody to win. And the Chargers were down by 15 late in the game. They've made the coach made so many terrible decisions, yet they still somehow wound up tying the game. Then they get overtime. The teams trade field goals. Clock's running out. It looks like they're both going to end in a tie. And then San Diego calls a timeout, or San Diego, Los Angeles. And then uh, the Raiders run a ball, get about 10 yards, kick a field goal, and win. Steelers go to the playoffs. Chargers go home, and the Raiders go to the playoffs. It was nuts. Yeah. And the Raiders, crazy. the Chargers should fire that coach because he's a oh, that, He thinks he's smarter than everybody else in the world, that guy. Yes, <laughs> he's just yes, a dope. He does. <laughs> he's just a dope. He thinks he's Get super smart, but he, he's an idiot. He's like that Lane mm. Kiffin. <laughs> he, he cost them so many games this year. <laughs> with his, yeah. uh, his little stats. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. But anyway, so, uh, yeah, that game was nuts. And uh, so the Raiders, who's that, the interim coach right now, Basaccio, is that his name, something like that? Yeah, Basaccio, yeah. All right, so uh, the Raiders look dead in the water, and then he rallies them down the stretch. They went three games in a row. They sneak into the playoffs. Now what do the Raiders do? Do they fire him anyway? Because you would tell yeah. our buddy the Dave that the next coach in Las Vegas would be? Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh. And that's the big rumor going around. But that was before Basaccio went three in a row and got him in the playoffs. So that doesn't matter. That don't matter. Basaccio go back to his regular job there as a special teams person, and he'll be just fine. Yeah. But there's another name that's come up in in Vegas. There they would work a trade with the Pittsburgh Steelers for Mike Tomlin. <laughs> that's not gonna happen. <laughs> I mean, probably not. Vanessa Angel is a good-looking girl, man. Wait, what? You know who Vanessa Angel is? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I forgot you're watching Kingpin. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she is good-looking, yeah. I I I love that name, name, Vanessa. That's a good name for a lady, yeah. Hey, have you been on the Walgreens website lately? (laughs) No. Not since you uh, last week's show and you had me go on there and look up stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the Ryan, the Ryan, he uh, he's up in there in Canada going through all the Walgreens. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, Harbaugh is still going to Vegas because you said that was a done deal. Done deal. Yeah, it's a done deal. All right. Yep, Harbaugh's going to Vegas. That's something. Living four streets over from Floyd Mayweather Jr. in Southern Highlands. 
So now we got the NFL playoffs coming. Yeah, them Raiders. Yep. So we'll go through all the games, and I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you all the games and the Super Bowl and everything right here tonight. Oh yeah. I got to write down the uh, your picks so I know what to bet. Yeah. Yeah. So it's an interesting playoff weekend. Saturday, Sunday, and Monday night playoff football. Is that the first time they've had playoffs on Monday? Yeah, first time ever. (laughs) So, in the first round of the wild card, the Raiders play the Bengals. Bengals are a five and a half point favorite at home against the Raiders. Yeah. Joe Burrow, the greatest young quarterback there is, is thrown for almost a thousand yards in his last two starts. He threw for like five twenty five and four seventy five. The Bengals will absolutely annihilate the Raiders. Thirty four to seventeen. I agree. Yeah, I'd be all on the Bengals there. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase may be the greatest wide receiver of all time. That's a bit much, but all right. No, better he than broke the record for the most yards ever in a rookie year. Yeah, come on. <laughs> so he's on pace to be the greatest of all time. I suppose, but I mean, was Anquan Bolden the greatest? You know, Anquan Bolden did not have the record. Yeah, he did. He had most yards for a rookie. No, he didn't. Pretty sure. That's not whose record he broke. Pretty sure. Let me look. This is the part of the show where we Google things. Most receiving yards in a season by a rookie. Jamar Chase. He broke Justin Jefferson's record. Oh, yeah, yeah. But Jefferson broke Anquan Bolton's record. And Jefferson is good, too. Yeah. But so, yeah, but it was Anquan Bolton, then Justin Jefferson, and then boom, Jamar Chase broke it two years later or a year later or whatever. Let me see if that I don't think that was. I'm I'm looking at the headline right here. Justin Jefferson breaks Anquan Bolton's NFL record for rookie receiving yards. January 3rd, 2021. They should have broke that record if Anquan Bolden had it. Yeah, so that was my point. I was right. I was right, Pierre. No. <laughs> Anquan no, Bolden had right it than years you. ago. <laughs> no. Right so, all right, we got the Raiders losing in the first round. Then the, yes. the Saturday night game, the Patriots go to Buffalo. It's going to be super cold and windy again in Buffalo. And the last time this happened... Mac Jones threw for like 13 yards, and I had him in the in our quarterback <laughs> challenge. He, he threw like, the ball three times, I think, right? Two or three times. Yeah, he sucked. I mean, that that kicked me out of that game. <laughs> Dono Trepley won the quarterback challenge, by the way. Oh, congratulations, Dono Trepley! And uh, you know what's cool yeah. about Dono Trepley's name? What's that? It actually is. Do not reply. Oh, I never, I never put the D 
two and two together. <laughs> that kid's pretty smart. Yeah, I never even thought of that. Uh, but the end. Uh, so that was the first time they played Buffalo in New England. And by the way, uh, everyone wants to give uh, Belichick so much credit for that win. Like he outcoached uh, McDermott or whatever. But Belichick kind of fucked up that game too, like at the end there. And they got lucky because the Buffalo coach was so terrible. But then the second time they played, Buffalo just knocked them silly, right? They just yeah, and that's what's going to happen this time too. Buffalo's going to knock them silly this time. I agree. I'm also on Buffalo. So we got Buffalo and Cincinnati advancing so far. Sunday, we go three games on Sunday. The early game, Philadelphia in Tampa Bay. I mean, this one's tricky. Philadelphia, this one's tricky. Philadelphia is a little tricky of a team. I think Tampa Bay wins the game by about five or six points. Is it the spread eight and a half? They won't cover the spread, but they'll yeah. win the game. I think you might. Yeah, because uh, Philly, they run the ball a lot, you know, so that could keep Tom Brady off yeah. the field, you know. So, uh, and Jalen Hurts can make some plays, you know. He can make some plays. Little bit. You never know. Next up, we got San Francisco at Dallas. I'm going to say the Dallas Cowboys get by the 49ers this week. I, I disagree, Ed. I think this is your five-star lock of the week. The Niners route the Cowboys. No. <laughs> I'm going all in on Tampa. Do you think the 49ers are going to win? I, th- I think they're just uh, tougher. They run the ball. They play better defense. And uh, so we'll see what happens. I just think they're a more physical football team. They're going to go into Dallas and kick them in the mouth. They're going to take a wet rag and slap them right in the mouth of it. I don't think mm-hmm. so. You think Jimmy G yep. is going to uh, – Pull it off. Yep. I'm on San Francisco. So so this is where we uh, – this is the big uh, – we should wager on this, Dan. Me and you, we should wager. What do you think? Well, we can bet on it. I'll bet you three chocolate Santas. All right. <laughs> as long as they're still 75 cents. <laughs> no, they're out of them. <laughs> All right. But why do you think Dallas is what you just think? You believe in Dak Prescott? You think, uh, yeah, I think Dallas is. I think Dallas will get by the 49ers. But if you look at the second half of the I'm sorry, Dan, but if you look over the second half of the season, Dallas really didn't beat anybody of that much merit. You know, they were beating a bunch of bums. But, uh, well, I mean, hey, they're all pro teams. They're all pro yeah. teams. And I think, I think people are going to be like, oh, I'm going to be smart. And, uh, and I'm going to take the 49ers to beat those Cowboys. And I think everybody thinks that's the super pick. It ain't. Uh-huh. Wrong side. Then we huh. go to Sunday night. Pittsburgh goes to Kansas City. The line is 12 and a half. This will definitely be Ben Lisberger's last ball game. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to tell you something. It's not going to end well. He's going to get hurt in the second quarter. I don't know. And that's it. So the, the play here is Kansas City give, giving the 12 and a half. You're still comfortable with Kansas City? Kansas City. Probably 45 uh, to 10. <laughs> I tend to agree. I think they're just going to destroy the Steelers. I'm telling you, Ben Lisberger gets knocked out of the game. It's over. Because so when Pittsburgh went, well, I'm sorry, Olivia, but huh? Pittsburgh went to Kansas City like a few weeks back, 
And I thought, oh, can't, it was a pretty big spread. And I'm like, oh, Steelers can keep this close. And so I bet the Steelers, and they just got murdered. It wasn't even oh, yeah. close. <laughs> so now in the playoffs, they're going to go. Yeah. I forgot about that game. So then we got Monday Night Football. Arizona playing the L.A. Rams. Yeah. Now, isn't the there some sort of stat, the Edward, like McVay is undefeated against Kingsbury or Cliff Kingsbury, whatever his name is? I don't know, but I'll tell you this. No, no, the Cardinals beat the Rams earlier in the year. You sure? Oh, yeah, yeah, Kingsbury's undefeated against him. Yeah, McVay, yeah, you're right. Um, and I think the Cardinals, again, the, Cardinals, the Cardinals only won two games at home all year of their, like, 11 wins. Wait, wait, just so, so we're, we're clear here at the end, McVay is undefeated against Kingsbury, right? Or is it the other way? No, no the Mc... Cardinals beat the Rams this year. Okay, so Kingsbury's undefeated against McVay. Well, I don't know if – I don't think they beat him both times this year. Let's see. One of them's undefeated against the other one, right? I think that's no, I don't said. know why you would think that. Because <laughs> I hear that they battle. lost to the Rams. Oh. They lo- the Cardinals lost to the Rams earlier, and they beat them in the in the first game. Oh, all right. Well, then I guess I just made that up. <laughs> yeah, I don't, know, you know, I don't know what you was talking about. I could have sworn that was a stat. All right. Because they played on Monday night, and the Rams won out here in Arizona. Well, maybe that broke the trend. That second one. But this this game right here, though, the Cardinals only won like three games at home all year. This game's on the road where the Cardinals are like eight and one, and I think the Cardinals keep that streak alive and defeat the L.A. Rams. So then now we go to round two, the Cincinnati okay. Bengals. The Cincinnati Bengals play the Tennessee Titans, and. I think the Cincinnati Bengals defeat the Tennessee Titans and advance to the AFC Championship game. And they'll play the winner of the Buffalo Bills at the Kansas City Chiefs. And I think the Buffalo Bills have the Kansas City Chiefs number. And they knock the Chiefs out the playoffs. Wow, yeah. Then in the NFC. The number one seed is the Green Bay Packers. They play the Dallas Cowboys. And I think the Dallas Cowboys go to Green Bay and defeat the Green Bay Packers. Well, Dallas doesn't want to get there because the Niners are going to beat them, but all right. All right. Then we got Tampa Bay. They're going to have to play at home against the Arizona. No, 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 I'm wrong. It's the Cardinals would play the Packers. And the Cardinals will knock off the Packers. That's what it is. The Cardinals, the Cardinals are going to go to Lambeau when it's like, you know, yeah. two degrees and beat the Packers? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, They're going to do that's it. insanity. Insanity. No. No. They're going to go from 72 <laughs> to negative two and win it by two. Then the Cowboys have to travel to Tampa. And I think the Dallas Cowboys defeat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. No, that's Tampa Bay's not getting that final four. The (laughs) Bengals play the Bills. The Cardinals play the Cowboys. Who will go to the Super Bowl? In the AFC, Cincinnati travels to Buffalo. 
it's a little bit too cold for the Bengals as Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills circle the wagons and head to the Super Bowl where they will face the winner of the Dallas Cowboys who get the home field against the Arizona Cardinals. Can the Cardinals go to the NFL championship like the Suns went to the NBA Finals? I don't think so. Remember 1994 and 1995, the Buffalo Bills and the Dallas Cowboys played back-to-back Super Bowls. Something like that. Time in the Super Bowl, it will be a different story as Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills defeat the Dallas Cowboys to win the goddamn Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't I don't think that's going to happen at all. Um I think you're a crazy old man and uh I don't you don't know what you're talking about. But, uh... Well, <laughs> it's too tough going ahead of predicting, you know, all the rounds at once. It's too tough, yet. I think it's too tough. Because I think the Dallas picks going to screw you over, you know? It's going to screw you over. But we'll see. We'll see. Because you've got to roll the dice each game, yet. You know, if you're not rolling your magic dice, how can you predict the game? Well, I'll have to get the magic dice out for our next episode. Yeah, and get your bowl and get your cup and your magic dice and roll them up. Hey, but yeah, the end, yep. you mentioned that if it's Buffalo and Dallas, that would be a rematch. We could get a few different rematches here in Super Bowl history because uh, theoretically, uh, Kansas City and Green Bay, a lot of people are picking them, you know, to go to the championship. That's the Super a State Bowl. Farm Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. And then, uh, hey, as a uh, dark horse candidate, what about we could get a, a, a third time for uh, Cincinnati and San Francisco? That'd be something. Yeah. Three times. Or we could get another rematch that you're not even thinking of. What's that? The Raiders and the Buccaneers, the Gruden Bowl. Oh, that's right. The Raiders and the Buccaneers. Yeah. Or the Bengals 49ers. Well, I just said that one. San Francisco and Cincinnati the oh. third time. Yeah. Just oh, I that. didn't hear you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, or, it was a pretty good football season. Oh, you didn't think okay. of this one. The Steelers Cardinals. Oh, that's right. That was a hell of a Super Bowl. That Steelers Cardinals. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty entertaining, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Benlisberger's shining or, moment. Or Steelers Cowboys. Oh, yeah, get a load of this bullshit. I tweeted this to you, but I don't, I don't know if you saw it. But I, I missed a nine-leg parlay, same-game parlay, the Steelers oh, yeah, game this past yeah. weekend. Because Benlisberger, I had him to throw for under 231 and a half. And because of the overtime and stuff, he went to like two forty. I would have won one hundred and eighty-four dollars on a two-dollar bet. That would have been sweet. Jesus Christ! He and it was the last one I needed, and he fucked it up in overtime. By uh, God damn it! <laughs> that would have been sweet, you know. Now, that would have been unbelievable. Fucking bad. And it would have sucked because you only had two dollars on it. If you're going to put twenty on it. <laughs> well, a nine-leg parlay—that's just you're taking a flyer. You know, you're hoping find a lottery ticket. But Still, if you hit it though, I mean, that's what you well, want to get twenty dollars. <laughs> but what are the odds, though? You know, do you really want to piss away twenty dollars? I'd piss away two dollars, but oh. yeah, twenty dollars. 
then you're going to piss away $2 10 more times. <laughs> yeah, on, uh, on Mad Mad Monkey. Uh, yeah. 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 Well, here's All right, was, well, yeah. we, had a good, we had a good show. We lasted an hour. Oh, we're done? We're, we're done with yeah, the show hours, already? Yeah, hour is a good show. Yeah, no one called in. I'm not yeah, gonna. I'm true. not gonna go longer until people call in. <laughs> I guess no one was excited. They said the Edgeo. Who cares? 2022. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we got a lot of Twitter people. I know. Yeah, first time in 1922 we're on, and then nothing. No one gets a damn. No. So you know what? The next time we have a show, we'll call. If people don't call in, then that'll be the last show ever. I don't know. And I mean it. So, <laughs> the edge, the edge. Before we get out of here, uh, right before the show, we were talking, and I asked you to come on the LCS show this week to watch the Human Tornado. Now, uh, Mike L just messaged me; he can make the show this week if we still want him. Are you still good to do the Human Tornado with us? Uh, no, you can have him do it. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, I I'll come on the week. next week. I'll come on the next week. <laughs> okay. I just wanted to make sure. All right. All right, I'm, not so gonna we'll, call week. I'm not going to call this week and make the show better. Okay, okay well, we'll book Mike L. this week, and then we'll do the human tornado with you the week after. All right? All right, well, All right. it was it was fun being back. Hey, yeah, you got you to uh, – we just had some callers on the line yet. Do you want to talk to some people? Oh, yeah, we got callers. The show's on. Shit. <laughs> Yeah. Caller in the 301 area code. What's your name is, Caller? Hey, the ad. Number yeah. 1-9. It's the whale. Yes. Hey, what's up, number 1-9? It's the whale. It's the, no, the, oh, I'm the one whale. I'm 1-9. It's the whale. <laughs> hey, what the, the whale. What's going on, man? Did you know we had a show tonight, the whale? Yeah, I saw your uh, your your Twitter uh, marketing campaign. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Hey, the whale! The whale did good this year. He came in second yeah. in the quarterback challenge and second in the football contest. Well, the I, I think the, the whale's the whale's the greatest gambler in the world of America. We heard he went no, four and one the last week. Guy. So fuck congratulations, the whale! I probably have never paid less attention to any like fantasy sports in doing this stuff and doing so well. So the the trick is for all you kids out there, don't put any <laughs> effort into it. That's yes. how you do well. Yeah, you overthink it, you know. You get in your own head, and it never works out. Yeah, he got yeah. lucky. I'm tired of these yeah. kids so, getting lucky all the time. <laughs> so, the end, I just want to congratulate you on the return of your show, and I hope it all goes well. And to congratulate you on the greatest gambler of all time. Yeah, and uh, that's time in, in century. Yep, pretty much. Uh, and then, you know, I bought a I, I bought a racehorse. What? Yeah. How, 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 we spent an hour yapping about nothing. You didn't bring up the fact that you bought a racehorse? Yeah, he, he's he's going to be fighting over at Turf Paradise. Well, not fighting, but running <laughs> yeah, over at Turf say, Paradise. Well, that's great. That's something to look yeah. forward to. Yeah, his name's My Face. My Face. Yeah. Do you know why I named him My Face the Whale? This has got to be some kind of setup. My face, because I want to pick. Because uh, it's go. Come on, my face. <laughs> I got it. I figured it out. Yeah. Figure it out. 
the way, I get a whole the bunch of pretty girls. I get a whole bunch of pretty girls lined up against the fence. Come on, my face. Come on, my face. <laughs> the world knows your tricks, yet. He knows your jokes. Look at that. He's the true fan. You know what the hardest part you know, of owning a horse name? I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> do, you know the, do you know the whale used to date that lady on Kingpin? <laughs> Vanessa Angel? He used to date Vanessa No, Angel. no. The lady that. That was uh, Howie the la- Mandel. The landlady? Uh, landlady. The landlady? Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> nah, yeah, yeah, we were just friends. It, you're making it seem more than it really, really was. I mean, that yeah. that lady is a real lady. I mean, she's horrible. What, what in the world? <laughs> I mean. What in the world? She's got to know that she's the ugliest yeah. lady in America. <laughs> well, I don't know about that yet, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's gross. Yeah. I don't understand. She's she's a very nice personality, though. Yeah. I don't know. She was pretty mean. <laughs> pretty goddamn mean, man. Well, the way I, I, I hope you have bad luck next year in the contest. Uh, uh, I probably will. The, the yin versus yang, good versus evil. Eats the universe bouncing out. That's yeah. Right. The whale every once in a while texts me like "Happy New Year," stuff like that. Yeah, Merry Christmas. He's happy, the only one that keeps in, t- he keep in touch. I keep in touch. What did you say? Happy Kwanzaa? What the fuck is that? People, <laughs> Kwanzaa is about the made upest thing I ever heard in my life. <sighs> it was made up by a convicted felon because he never got Christmas presents. <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> I'll have to do some research. Look on. it up. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right. I got to go. Yeah, I got to get to bed. All right, the whale. Good talking to you. Thank you, too. Thanks. Yeah, he caught all the way there's a couple other people on the line yet. I don't know if they want to talk to you, though. They don't have their hands up. Yeah, but, put them uh, on. Fuck that. If they call, right. they call. All right. All right. Call in the 913 area code. Are you there, caller? Hey, Ed, it's DOT fan. That's <laughs> DOT fan. Jesus Christ. What's up, 19? What's up, DOT fan? What, one of my favorite things about doing the Ed show back in the day was whenever the DOT fan would call, and, and the Ed would always respond with, Jesus Christ. Really... This guy's guy the worst caller ever, man. He always all yeah. football season. Iowa, Iowa, Iowa. And I totally <laughs> sucked. And they fucking hear blasphemy cries. And stop talking about, about Iowa, man. We, we all we uh we won our uh we won the uh the big game. What game? The football game. <laughs> no, you lost every big game you played in, man. Yeah. Hey, oh, always next Iowa. Huh. Hey, man. Hey, number one nine. Iowa is so stupid. They think that song "Black and Yellow, Black and Yellow" is about them instead of the Steelers. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> they got in Iowa. They got terrible towels. I'm like, but they don't even say Iowa on them. They say Pittsburgh Steelers, and they start waving them and shit because they can't even know how to make their own towels. Walk quarterback is better than Roethlisberger. Oof. Uh, Roethlisberger is good, man. 
Then you got the fucking stupid coach, Kirk Kikorian. He ain't nothing. <laughs> it's Kirk's parents, Ed. Get it right. Oh, Kirk Farron. I mean, what kind of last name is Farron? I've never even heard of that last name. Where, where, where is that last name even from? It's from Iowa. Sounds no Dutch. one even lives in Iowa. I've no, only I met like actually, nine people from, from Iowa. I think he's from Pennsylvania or something. I don't know. He lives in Iowa now. And so then, congratulations the on winning the Iowa, greatest game hey, in the world. Hey, listen to this, number one nine. Ad. Number one nine. The locker rooms in Iowa are painted pink. <laughs> oh, yeah? That's, that's strange. No, that's hey, just the visitor's I, locker room, Ed. It is true, isn't it? Isn't it true? Is it true, uh, DOT fan? I've heard so. Yeah, they tried to uh, change it a couple of years ago, but they didn't succeed. So it's still – it's been pink for like 50 years. Yeah. That's strange. Um, they can't get yeah, fucking uh, paint in Iowa. Uh, Big E, WWE uh, heavyweight champion. Big E, at least he was. He lost the belt recently. He he played at Iowa. He was a football yeah, player. and uh, Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is from Davenport. Yeah, he's from no Iowa. He's football. Yeah, and look, right. both of them sucked at football, so they had to go to fake-ass wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Whatever, Ed. Yeah. Did you go to school in Iowa, or are you from Iowa? No, I'm from there. What part? I don't want to say. <laughs> Why don't you want to say? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter anyway. Hey, Ed, I want to call and tell you, you I'm going to play your... I found, gonna... I, I found hey, out where he's from, number one nine. Number one nine, I found out where he's from. <laughs> where is he from? Smallcock, Iowa. <laughs> Shut up, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> the DOT fan, why is it so top secret? What part of Iowa you're from? <laughs> I don't know. It's just Ed's gonna track me down. <laughs> I already got you a job at ESPN. You didn't even take it. I don't worry. I would have got fired. Do you remember when I got him a job at ESPN number one nine? Yeah, he wouldn't even take it. That's what I remember. I know. It's called ESPN's worldwide headquarters. Told that woman, D.O.T. fan was the man for the job. <laughs> I had you interview so, Stuart you... Scott. Huh? I had you interview. You were going to be an intern for Stuart Scott. <laughs> True. What do you want? What What do you want? Well, I want to, I want to tell you, Ed. I'm gonna uh, challenge you for the title of greatest gambler in the world of America next time you do your contest. Yeah, you know that's the only reason you won because I didn't play this about... year. I didn't play this year because I I wanted to let you win. No, you were supposed to play this year. You told me all summer. I can't wait to play. Then comes the day to sign up. You don't have twenty dollars. What kind of shit is it? Well, I didn't take a job at ESPN, so I didn't have the twenty dollars. I know. I got to save my money for taxes. Uh, taxes are the worst. Yeah. Yep. The worst. I don't know. Ed, didn't you have some? Ed, didn't you have something a couple years ago where you telling people how to not pay taxes? Well, yeah, Franklin used to always do my taxes. That's right. So I haven't I haven't done taxes since Franklin died. Oh no. Well, no, uh, because if they ever bust me, I'll be like, "Hey, my tax guy died. I don't know what to do." 
Yeah. But yeah, I'm sure you pay taxes on all your gambling winnings, right? No, I don't never win. <laughs> hey, you guys were talking about the Colts earlier. Did I tell you I visited uh, Lucas Oil Stadium? And I found out something real funny. What's that? They were showing us the they were showing us the locker room, and they were showing us where uh, Andrew Luck's locker used to be. And you know what was there instead? A big Somebody trash can. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, there's a trash can there. Somebody told me that. <laughs> it's true, though. It's true. I was in there, and I saw it. It was true. And then I started laughing, and the tour guy got all mad. Yeah, because he quit on the team because he had – you know, he went to rehab for two years and still is not ready to play football again. What's wrong with him? Ah, prescription drugs. And he was all fucked up, alcohol and drugs, messed him up. Oh. You saw him on the national championship game last night. He looked like a fucking retard. <laughs> I didn't see that. Oh, yeah, so, they interviewed him right before the game. So, yeah, oh, you're saying he that's why he quit because he, he was on the pills and the booze. It's not because his, or his body was so beat up. That's how, why he got hooked on the pills. Is that what happened? Yeah. What a punk. Couldn't even do well, it. Well, they were saying that stuff about, like, the it was at Peyton Manning, I think, too, with, like, the – Steroids or something like that. Well, with Peyton was after he like broke his neck, right? It wasn't he on the HGH to heal the neck quick? Wasn't that what happened? Oh yeah. Well, he said his wife like ordered the medicine. He said his yeah. wife ordered it. He didn't know what it was. Yeah. <laughs> she clicked the wrong button. She ordered vegetable chips on Amazon. They sent her a desk. <laughs> they sent her some HGH instead. Uh, on the yeah. line. This guy sucks. <laughs> but the Ed, while, while he's here, he did bring up the Colts here, and we were supposed to talk about the Colts and Jaguars. You said you want to talk oh, about yeah. Frank Reich hey, and how terrible Reich, he is. Frank Reich, needs, oh. Frank Reich needs to be fired. Carson Wentz <laughs> needs to be cut. And yeah. people go, oh, well, I like Frank Reich, but Wentz sucks. But Frank Reich is responsible for bringing him to the organization, so he's just as responsible. They're both irresponsible. They're done. Hey Ed, I want to say I want to second your uh, opinion on the Cowboys winning the Super Bowl. They're going to do it. No, I didn't say win it. I said they'll lose to the Bills in the Super Bowl. Oh really? I thought you said they were going to lose the Bills. Jesus, this guy don't fucking pay attention to shit. Well, anyway, well I'm calling it out. Then I'm calling it the Cowboys going to beat the Bills and they're going to win. The Cowboys going to win the Super Bowl. You've never been right. You've never been able to win in no contest. Your opinion. Does not matter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. well, that's harsh, Ed. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang up now. Yeah. All right, yes, you can. Thank oh, you, buddy. Oh, by the way, uh, number one night. I love the comic book syndicate podcast. You could have Ed on there. Hey man, no, I we're not to. talking about shit. We only talk about the Edge show on the Edge show. We don't talk about no other janky ass fucking shows. All right. Well, thank you, DOT. All right, fan. see you later. There you go. This DOT said. Uh, all right, yeah, we have two other callers on the line. Uh, I don't know. They're both in the 708 area code. I'm not sure if either one of them yeah. wants to talk to you. But uh, yeah, we'll just uh, – we'll, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we'll say uh, caller in the 708 area code whose phone number begins with an 8. <laughs> Are you there, caller? Hey, this is Fred Walgreen. <laughs> it's um, Fred Walgreen. Go to Walgreens real quick. <laughs> <laughs> It's Kevin Jank, the Ed. It's Kevin Jank. Oh, Jesus Christ. What's Jank? Hey, what's up, Ed? Hey, what's going on, man? I ain't talking hey, to you it's Tuffy. <laughs> I, We got Tuffy on the line, too, the Ed. Hold on. It's, it's Tuffy, I think, is on the line as well. 
Okay. Hey, is this the show where you could talk about hockey? <laughs> yeah, it is. Hey, I was look. I swear to God, I didn't recognize either of your phone numbers. I thought seven hundred eight was in California. <laughs> <laughs> you see them every week. <laughs> every, every week. Like, Jake, when I put you on the line, I swear to, I did not know it was you. I thought it was <laughs> – I mean, I thought you had me and Tuffy mixed up. You didn't know which one of us you were bringing on. but No. <laughs> that you I didn't even know it was, it was Illinois. <laughs> I thought one of them was Street Dreamer because I thought like seven <laughs> – I thought I was like in California. <laughs> and then I was like, well, who else is in <laughs> – but yeah, I do a radio show with these kids every week. I see their phone numbers. And I don't even recognize them. That's how old I am. How do, very old. Their, how do you not know their phone number? I knew who it was. I'm very old. Yeah. But, Jake, <laughs> do you have a question for the Ed, Jake? Um, no, not really. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what do we have to look forward to in the human tornado eventually whenever we watch this? Yeah, we're not going to watch it this week, though, apparently. Yeah. But two weeks. You guys watch it, then the next week we'll, we'll review it. All right. Yeah. So, uh, so Tuffy, good news for you. We'll be watching Beastmaster. But, uh, Tuffy, do you have any questions for your client, the Ed? Uh, I would just like to say to everything, I only called in at like uh, 9.05 Central Time, allegedly, 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 allegedly. <laughs> well. <laughs> Here's something that I want you to know. I'm gonna read. A, I'm gonna read what you call it, one of those uh, symposiums of the movie of Human Tornado. Oh no! It's called. It says a fat rhymer flees to California, <laughs> where he helps a madam and her female fighters battle a local gangster. That sounds great, except for the fat rhymer part. What does that even mean? <laughs> I think it tells you everything you need to know. That's what Rudy Ray Moore. Here's the plot. Here's the plot. Um, Dolomite goes to get together at his man. After coming off a successful comedy tour, Dolomite throws a get together at his mansion. The party is crashed by racist police officers, and they find out that the sheriff's wife is offering Dolomite money for sexual services. (laughs) When the sheriff. When the sheriff catches him red-handed, he shoots uh, and kills his wife. Oh, no. And his friends kidnap a young man and decide to head California to meet Queen Bee. There they find out that the local mob boss, mob boss John Cavaletti, has kidnapped two of Queen Bee's girls, forcing her to close her business and work for him. Dolomite rescues Queen Bee and her girls and teaches him, teaches his enemies a lesson. All the while being chased by the sheriff, who has pinned the murder of his own wife on Dolomite. Uh oh. That sounds sounds pretty awesome. I gotta be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds pretty. No, I didn't see the first now, Dolomite. Am I gonna be listen confused? According to the American <laughs> Film Institute, reviews of the Human Tornado focused on the film's shortcomings, specifically oh. editing and continuity. Whatever that means. <laughs> now, we've got time for that. <laughs> a, re- a review in the Hollywood Reporter praised certain performances by the actors Java, Herb Graham, and Jerry Jones. And the Cowboys guy was in there. While a review in the <laughs> LA Times found the film to be dumber than its predecessor, as well as being much funnier. 
<laughs> Dumber and funnier. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that sums up the uh, issue. I'll take that trade off any day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the release. Um, the film premiered at the Rialto Theater in Atlanta, Georgia on July 23rd, 1976. The film was later shown across 20 theaters in Los Angeles and several theaters in New York City. Pretty good. But it was nationwide. It was nationwide. The, the, uh, do you have a preference between Dolomite or the Human Tornado? Do you like one more than the other? No, Dolomite's better. Dolomite's better? Now, is this all of them, or did he do a third one at some point? Oh, no, he's got a bunch of movies. Oh, yeah, I mean, we could review them all, man. Petey Wheatstraw, The Devil's Son-in-Law, is a great movie. Oh, yeah. Let me I tell remember you told me about that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, I got to go. I got to take this call. <laughs> all right. Oh, hold, on. <laughs> hold on. I'll call right back in. I'll call right back. I'll call right back. Well, okay. <laughs> all right. The, the, I gonna call. I'll call right back. <laughs> it's going to call right back in, so we'll entertain you. Right the way. Way. Show. <laughs> yeah. We have to hold down the fort here. So, uh, yeah, I guess Tuffy, uh, I got a message back from Mike L, but I guess we'll be watching Beastmaster this week on the LCS show. So, Excellent. After all the build-up, yeah. this better be the best movie we have ever fucking seen. <laughs> I am, I've am. i never seen it, but I know it won't be. <laughs> it won't be. Uh, all right. And then uh, anything else? Hey, Tuffy, the uh, and I were talking earlier that uh, – Brian Flores from Miami might be going up to Chicago to be the new head coach. How would you feel about that? Um, I don't know who that is. So, <laughs> oh, he's the coach down to the Miami Dolphins, and they fire him. What? And now, yeah, oh no! So, so uh, they're not very good, are they? Well, they won eight of their last nine games, and they still fired him because uh, I guess he wasn't getting along with the quarterback or the general manager. So. Uh, now, but the Bears, Tuffy, at least they fired that Matt Nagy character, right? You're happy about that? Yeah. Fired Matt Nagy, yeah. fired the GM. Yeah. So, better days ahead for your Chicago Bears. Oh, uh, maybe. I'm not getting my hopes up. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I guess we're still doing the show on Blog Talk this week, Tuffy. So, uh, uh we're, we're, we're going to blog talk. Did you forget to cancel it again or what? Well, I have to. I get billed tomorrow. All right. So we were going to try and, Jack and I were going to try and figure out how to record the show without blog talk. But then I realized if we uh, leave blog talk, they, we lose our entire back catalog. They, they only preserve 30 hours Ooh. of content. Yeah. So, and I, I, I was fine with it. Gold mine fall away. Yeah, I know. Because I could give a fuck whether, <laughs> but I didn't tell the Ed that. And I haven't, the Ed doesn't know that. So if I were to tell the Ed that he would cry if we lost all his shit. Yeah. So Yeah. So we need at least a month, well, I guess, to uh back up everything, I guess. And I feel I like know. the last Ed show before this was about six years ago. <laughs> well, I looked at, I found one from <laughs> two thousand eighteen. I think that might be the most recent. It's tough to tell though, but uh yeah, it's, it's been at least three years or so. But um Wow. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. yeah, I knew if yeah. we lost all the, the old Ed shows, the Ed would be very mad, you know, so. <laughs> yeah, there's some good stuff to have it all backed up already, right? Yeah, I don't know if Street Dreamer has it backed up or not, um, but we'll we'll find out. 
I don't think the Ed's calling back. Do you think the Ed's ever going to call back? I no. <laughs> yeah. So how long do we stick on here? <laughs> or we just hang up? <laughs> uh, oh man. Yeah. Um, uh, for those listening uh, who tuned in and want to hear the Ed, I, I could go through some of his old songs. Here. Oh yeah. Because we haven't talked in a little bit. Yeah, I don't even remember some of these. Like, there's a song clip here that says the Ed Olympics. What the fuck could that possibly be? <laughs> All right, we're going <laughs> to... Yeah, let's find out. We're going to play this, the Ed Olympics. All right, here we go. Why, if they had, like, basketball should have a slam dunk contest in the Olympics. Oh. If you put Cody Ryan against some... Kobe Bryant, yes. Yeah. And Argentina <laughs> and Russia and China... Yeah. Who gonna win? Cody Ryan. So that's two gold medals right there. It could be Cody And then if Ryan, you tell right. Cody Ryan, do a three-point shootout with them kids, he'll win another one. That's three. Well, he and might. And if you told him, do uh, a free-throw contest, I bet he'll win that one. That'd be four gold medals. Then you tell him, well, you know Cody Ryan's supposedly the best basketball player there is? Kobe Bryant, yeah. Well, yeah. If he played one-on-one against all them people, he'll win another gold medal. Then, well, then him, and, him and uh, LeBum James, because i got to call that kid LeBum James because he got us the LeBron's medal a few years back. Him, <laughs> they would play two-on-two two and get another gold medal. Then then they'd have Dwayne Wade come with him and play three-on-three three. and get another gold medal. That's like 15, 20 gold medals. That's right. Well, I, listen, I, this is a great idea. A little horse, a little around the horn, dunk contest, all that kind of jazz. Yeah, that would be great, the ad. I love this idea. Yeah, it's the end of our buddy, the Dave. I think that's the old sports game. <laughs> yeah. Wow. What a duo they were. Yeah, they were tremendous together. How about that? Uh, here's one, the Ed Major Minority Bet. I don't know what that would be. Let's play that Let's one. play that I get farther in this next competition than, I, than you will. All right. How much you want to put on it? $100. All right, let's do it. Well, I get I get the first two weeks, so I get buys, and you got to play the first two weeks. So I'm already in there on that. What? How you get buys for two weeks? I mean, you're buy every day, but how you get two weeks <laughs> not playing? <laughs> Major minority. <laughs> it's pretty. <laughs> All right, uh, hey, this is pretty good here. Those are the other thing high stakes bets. Now he's just betting for like yeah. three fucking pieces of chocolate. <laughs> Chocolate Santa's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow, did I take a beating on Mad Mad Monkey this week? Holy fuck. <laughs> you, were, you were ahead on Friday. No, you yeah, ended up uh, down on Skid Row. Craps, too. Oh, it was a rough week. I got to tell you, it was a rough, rough week. But anyway. So that system is still a work in progress. Oh, here's the thing about that system. It's pretty good. And so, uh, like, I, Throughout the week, I was hitting. I was winning like five, seven, ten, ten bucks, and yeah, that's fine. But you know, you want to win more than that, you know. So, but the minute you step up the betting and you start throwing more money down, wow, do you lose it quickly? Because holy hell. Okay. Because yep, the key happen. thing about that system I was doing, you need to come in out with a seven at some point here, because right, you got all these all these point numbers. Uh, you're betting to lose with them all. But I just I didn't hit a seven for like fifteen rolls. So every number you roll, you're losing more money. Um, hey, I think the Ed's back. And the Ed's actually back. Ed! 
Hello. <laughs> hey, yeah. right, were you smoking a cigar? Is that what, you had to go smoke a cigar? Is that what happened? No, you know what? I need to get one. Oh shit, I forgot. Hold on. I'm going out to get one. <laughs> While you were gone, we played a couple of sound clips from the soundboard that I didn't recognize. The first one was you talking to our buddy, the Dave. It was way back, I think, from the sports contraption days. You were talking about the Olympics and how the U.S. could win a bunch of gold medals if Cody Ryan and all the basketball kids would just play like free throw contests, slam dunk contests, and uh, okay, yeah. And you do, and you do realize what happened after that, right? What happened after that? Bill Simmons proposed that to the Olympic Committee, and in 2024, there is going to be three-on-three and everything like that in the fucking Olympics. Is that true? Google Bill Simmons up. Yeah, Google that. No, I fucking hate Bill Simmons, and I'm not going to Google him. I fuck him. I don't want. I'm not going to Google him. Bill Simmons fucking got that shit from me. Yeah, I don't. I don't doubt that. Probably did. Bill Simmons have a line to the International Olympic Committee. (laughs) <laughs> yes, he just picked the phone. Right. Yeah, Bill Simmons has no, a line to the Yes, Bill Simmons. Hey, Googleize Bill Simmons and the Olympic Committee about three on three basketball and all that. They did three on three basketball last Olympics. Really? <laughs> but nobody yeah. watched, so we didn't know. Yeah. Uh, well, well, the, the other clip we played, uh, it was you and Major Minority. And it was you guys were talking about a bet. It's only twenty three seconds. Why don't we play it again for the Ed so he can hear it? Because right. I think uh, I think you'll want to hear this one, the Ed. All right, here we go. Let's play that. I get farther in this next competition than that than you will. All right. How much you want to put on it? Hundred dollars. All right. Let's do it. Well, I get I get the first two weeks, so I get buys, and you got to play the first two weeks. So I'm already in there on that. What? How you get buys for two weeks? I mean, you're by every day, but now you get two weeks of not playing. How about that, the end? He zings you pretty good. I'm I'm a good gambler. And yet, uh, we were also while you were away. We were talking about we we're thinking about leaving Blog Talk Radio. You know, that's been the we've been kicking that idea around. You know. Yeah. But he, and we we were pretty much going to do it this week. But then I found out that if we leave Blog Talk Radio, we would lose all our back catalog of shows. Oh, you better download them. <laughs> That's what I figured. <laughs> That's exactly so, why we're sticking around another month. I guess you want me to like back up all your shows and stuff? No, Street Dreamer will do it. <laughs> well, I don't. We can't have Street Dreamer. That's a lot of work. He already sent me the CDs of every Ed show. Yeah, but that was years ago. We've been uh, there ain't been know. many since then. <laughs> oh, <that's true>. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I don't know, like because blog talk gets annoying. It doesn't always work, and you know I'm paying money for it every month, so it's kind of a pain in the ass. But at the same time, it is easy, you know, and I am lazy, so it does How come in handy. How much blog talk a month? Forty dollars a month. Forty. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Are you the last person paying? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> only really dumb, lazy people are still paying, and, you know, I check both those boxes, so I guess I'm the only one paying. Okay, let me, all right, let me, I, I got a review. I got the plot of Petey Wheatstraw, 
right. All right. Petey Wheatstraw, played by Rudy, Rudy Ray Moore, is born during a great Miami hurricane. And after a difficult labor by his mother, Petey Wheatstraw emerges as a talking, diaper-wearing six-year-old boy who promptly <laughs> attacks the doctor and then his father for s- disturbing him while he's sleeping every night. His mother stops him, puts him in his place, and says, I'm going to name you Petey Wheatstraw. While a young teenager... After being beaten up by a gang, Petey meets a mentor named Bantu, who teaches him the philosophy of kung fu and self-respect. He can allow not to bow before any man, living or dead. Petey grows up to become a successful nightclub comedian. That's what I took that thing Now he grows up to be a successful nightclub comedian who books a series of shows at clubs in Los Angeles called Steve's Den. Steve's Den was a popular place back in the seventies. Much uh-huh. to dismay, much to the dismay of comedy rivals Leroy and Skillet, who you may have seen on Sanford. <laughs> Leroy and Skillet. Yeah, Leroy and Skillet, who, who who just borrowed a large sum of money from the mob to finance their own opening at another comedy club the following day. Realizing that their show is likely to fall with Petey in town, and therefore they'll just fight on the loan and putting their lives at risk, they beg Petey Weestraw to delay his show. Petey says, hell no. Leroy and Skillet's henchmen gun down Petey's business partner, Little Teddy, his brother Larry, and then they attempt to wipe Petey out himself at the boy's funeral by machine gunning the entire party at the funeral. Mortally wounded, Petey is visited by a guy named Lou Cipher, the devil himself. (laughs) Tells Petey that his death was a mistake. He's willing to undo Petey's death on one condition, that Petey marry the devil's daughter and provide him with a grandson. Now, I've seen this movie before, and I'm going to interact that part in the limousine. Lou Cipher says to Petey Wheatstraw, I can keep you alive, but you have to marry my daughter. Petey Wheatstraw says, yeah, I could do that. By the way, what does she look like? Lou Cipher shows him a picture, and Petey turns and looks at him and goes, oh, hell no, man, kill me. (laughs) (laughs) So... Petey nearly quashes the deal when he sees the picture of the devil's ugly daughter, but hears the words of Bantu and decides to make a deal. Petey and his friends are brought back to life, and Petey tells them of the devil's deal and his plans to gain revenge on Leroy and Skillet, as well as trick the devil by not marrying his daughter. Now, this has the biggest orgy scene in a movie I've ever seen in my life. What? (laughs) Whoa. With that ugly lady? <laughs> no. Uh, okay. Rudy Ray Moore is in with about 15 different women, and they show everything. <laughs> this movie's not for the faint of heart. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing about a Rudy Ray Moore movie is the love scenes are excellent. <laughs> Armed with his own devil's magic, his pimp cane. Petey 
sets out to exact revenge. He uses the king's magic to do good in his community while also humiliating his rivals. However, demons begin appearing in Petey and his friends' lives as a reminder of the deal he made. Petey's able to outsmart him, though, going as far to have sex with a room full of demon devil women with such stamina that they all fall unconscious. That's what I'm telling you. All these devil bitches, you fuck them up. After finally killing Leroy and Skillet, Petey confronts the devil with his own cane and sets him on fire, casting him off to a roof to his apparent death. Cain in half and gets into a car with his friends, sure that the ordeal is over. However, an undead Leroyan skillet, as well as the devil, appear in the car to taunt Petey, and the film ends as Petey screams in terror. Uh, I mean, sounds amazing. Uh, real cliffhanger. I mean, have you ever heard of such a movie? Uh, no. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's very similar well, to Casablanca, but other than that. Yeah. That's, that's I mean, I think it has as, as many orgies as Babe Pig in the City, it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good movie. It's really well made. It's really made done well. And it's really made well. It's a really, it's a really well movie. <laughs> it's a really well movie, yeah. <laughs> Well, we'll I mean, watch that yeah, as well. We should do these. We'll get to it eventually, yeah. Yeah, I think those are two movies that you really want to watch, Human Tornado and Petey Weestraw. And I, and I think that you will be wearing Dolomite T-shirts soon after. <laughs> hey, I got you a Dolomite T-shirt for Christmas one year. Remember that, dude? Yeah. I don't know where that damn shirt went. Yeah. I had it somewhere. Uh, probably in a box. Uh-huh. It didn't fit. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> All right. You guys bought me a shirt that didn't fit. Well, <laughs> I think I actually made that shirt because, like, I, I got like I had to print out the decal, the logo from Dolomite, and like iron it onto a shirt. I like yeah. hand made that shirt. Yeah, looked like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you only have yourself to blame for it not fitting. <laughs> I know. Oh, well, you know, I wasn't uh, familiar with uh, the Ed's girth at that point. <laughs> well, you <laughs> know, the, the doctor wanted me to lose some weight. A couple less it would have fit. Yes. Hey, was, the doctor, want, the doctor the wanted doctor? me to lose some weight. Yeah. He wanted me to lose some weight. So I went and bought some new shirts and then took out the triple X tag and put in a large tag in it. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Yes. So the shirt's like real baggy, and you're like, "Look, baby, I'm losing weight." <laughs> it's fucking large, baby. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, cause you go to the mall at the. I go to the polo store, the Ralph Lauren outlet store, and take the shirts in the in the try on room and cut out the tags. Tags ain't got no <laughs> alarms on them. <laughs> then you just take them over to the Chinese lady down the road, and she sews them in for you. It's not a bad thing, man. The uh, hey, did I tell you about the job interview I went on? No. You sure? I'm pretty sure. Oh wait, Uh, uh, yeah, I think you. Oh, what were they said? uh, Responsible. Yeah. 
Yeah, where well, I was responsible. Yeah, he told that one. <laughs> yeah, he told that joke. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. They're on the part on Kingpin where Woody, Woody, uh, Woody, uh, whatever his name is, is fighting that sexy girl and punching her in her boobs. <laughs> so I'm telling you, she, she may be the hottest girl I've ever seen since Valerie Bertinelli. <laughs> I mean, she's a, <laughs> she's pretty good, but you know. She's no Indy Sarah. How <laughs> ridiculous. What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? <laughs> what, a, what a creep. I mean, really, do you think, I mean, was Andy Sarah super hot? <laughs> All right, yeah. What is, what is your problem? <laughs> what kind of a... Did you ever buy her any Victoria's Secret Let's panties? change the subject, yeah. Let's change the subject. <laughs> Let's talk about something else. <laughs> Starting to figure I'm out why there's no Ed show hey. for three years. <laughs> yeah, it's a real mystery. It's a real mystery. Hey, hey, maybe I won't back up all those old Ed shows. You know what I'm saying? Maybe we will just jump out of all talk here pretty quick. Hey, hey, I don't care if the Ed hey, show is memorized. Yeah, who cares? Hey, Tuffy, Tuffy, I guarantee you, Indy Sarah had a hairy ass bush. <laughs> <laughs> what is your problem? All right. All right. Are we done here? Can we move on? No, we got we got callers. They're here. <laughs> uh, callers. What do you mean? <laughs> they're family they here. Yeah, they're family. They're We're like callers. Captain Jenkins. Yeah, what didn't Jake have another friend one time that he did a show with? <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, my cousin Pete. Cousin Pete. What happened? I'm waiting for him to have a, a show with Scooch. <laughs> Gotta have a show with Scooch. Oh, that'd be the best. <laughs> he, what happened? He knows, he knows somebody named Scooch the Ed. Scooch. Scooch. <laughs> Who the hell's name? Yeah. <laughs> it's a nickname. That's what Coco used to do when he got poop on the end of his butt. He just <laughs> Scooch. <laughs> on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> exactly how he got it. <laughs> Ooh, Christ. I mean, well, I mean, I guess he could do the best he can. Yeah. <laughs> Can't all afford toilet been, paper. You ever been bowling? <laughs> <laughs> since I broke my thumb. I haven't gone bowling in like, you know, 20 years since I broke my thumb. I think the last time I bowled, I bowled a might one, not be a big 186. Enough. I think I bowled 186 last time I bowled. Wow, it's pretty good. I don't know if I believe that. Yeah. My highest is 249 ever. How many frames did it take to get to 186? 10. 10. <laughs> I got two turkey points. Two <laughs> turkeys, yeah. 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 That's pretty I'm good. I'm smoking a forty dollar I'm smoking a forty dollar cigar right now. 
Seems like a waste of forty dollars. Why? Yes. Why just a lot of mad monkeys with that? You know what the doctor makes me do now after I smoke cigars? Brush your teeth? <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> I have to go in the laundry room and take all my clothes off in the laundry room and put them in a bag. <laughs> then <laughs> I got to go in the shower and shower, put on all kind of cologne and everything, brush my teeth, water my eyes, everything. Wow, uh, that's definitely <laughs> worth it then. Yeah, to smoke that forty dollars cigar. Well, she's not home at night, uh, so I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Does she know you're doing an Ed show? No, she doesn't approve of it. <laughs> <laughs> the Ed is so whipped. Yeah, that's why I can't be on Friday night. I forgot she's off. His wife. The Ed. Good Lord. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing, man. Usually she works on Friday. She don't work this Friday. She's fucking up my schedule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She asked me if I ever thought about getting a job. <laughs> yeah, I thought about it. I thought about it. I thought about it a couple times, but I exactly. <laughs> One of my buddies, the Rayhound, tells me, Ed, you know that women women only like that good dick for so long. That can only carry you so long. <laughs> I'm like, well, we'll work something out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we will. All right. But guess what? Oh man, I got a phone call the other day from a lady I hadn't seen in about fifteen years. Uh oh. How does she still have your phone number if it's been fifteen years? I've had the same number. It's never changed. Baby <laughs> Jean's mom? <laughs> no, not baby Jean's mom. She died. Oh no. Yeah. She got murdered. What? Some fucking guy. Yeah, some guy she was fucking killed her and shit. Holy hell. Yeah, baby Gene, he called the baby up. Well, it was a couple of months ago. And told him and everything. Where's baby Gene at? He's in Vegas. He got an orphanage now. I don't know. Why don't you adopt baby Gene? Hell no, that kid's a cheater. <laughs> that kid was the greatest baby fighter in the history of America. Baby Jean. Nah. The people's nah, man, champion. Baby Jean. Nah, baby Jean, man. I remember that one fight when I was refereeing. And I mean, he, I told him, I said, hey, man, you can't be doing that fucking hip lock move and shit. I told him before the <laughs> fight started. <laughs> and he fucking hey, did it. And the baby could. He put oh, the baby in that hole. And, and once the baby gets in that hole, he can't move. I'm like, no, that shit's illegal. No. <laughs> but the Ed, for those of you who don't remember, the baby fights, they would be fought in a triangle. And the Ed, the, have you seen yeah. that new uh, that triad combat? They fight in a triangle, like a triangle-shaped ring. You see that? And, uh, look, all I can tell you is I'm, I'm way ahead of my time. <laughs> I know. Between that and the Olympics, man. You're always, Did you look it up about Bill Simmons in the Olympics? No. 
<laughs> oh, so the Dave, so the Dave called me yesterday. The Dave called you on the phone. Yeah, and he had he had that uh, cousin Sal on the phone with him too. So we talked for about thirty minutes. Are they asking your betting advice? They, uh, yeah, they was asking about it, and then cousin Sal, he's like, he, he goes, Ed, how, how do you have all this money to bet? I said, I said I, I work for a living. I ain't got no, I ain't got no cousin named Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he said, Oh man, my cousin don't help me out. I'm like, Come on, man, you'd be nothing without your fucking cousin. <laughs> and I said, No one would even know about you. I said, Yeah, yeah you have the same amount of followers as I got. <laughs> and then uh, I told him, I said, You know, about ten years ago. I had more money than your than your cousin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's probably about twenty years, actually, but uh, yeah. maybe thirty. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but they wanted me to come on one of these shows or something. And I was like, eh, I ain't doing that shit. Yeah, I don't think they're ever going to have you on the show because <laughs> they'll get kicked off immediately <laughs> if you ever come on the show. <laughs> Why? Why? Well, it's not live. I don't think they could. Uh, they could take the shears to it. I suppose you say a lot of you say a lot of offensive things. What? That the Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl? That's really offensive. <laughs> that is very offensive. What? <laughs> <laughs> <That is, laughs> what have I? I haven't said not one offensive thing tonight. You say a couple of homosexual slurs. Um, I did not. Yeah, you did. Right out of the gate, you did. Yeah. It's like a minute into the show. In fact, you directed it at Tuffy. Tuffy, if you weren't here, he, he, actually, he, actually, he actually said it about you, Tuffy, like in the first two minutes of the show. So I said, I knew he was calling in. I knew he was going to call. I said, you know. And I said, no, he's not on the switchboard. And he said, oh, Tuffy, he's a... And I said, well, you have a bad attitude. And you're like, no, Tuffy has a bad attitude because he didn't call the show. <laughs> exactly what happened. I forgot about and it. Because you haven't done an ad show in like eight years. <laughs> yeah. We're up four or five. So I checked Twitter at nine o'clock and saw, oh, yeah, there was an ad show on tonight. Number one rated show in the world of America. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It is. I mean, what other show can you call into and talk to somebody like me? <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, Dad, here's something good. Uh, when we're thinking about leaving the blog talk, you know, there's a couple of different routes we could go with this. And Jank and I were going to experiment with something called Spotify Green Room, where they let you uh, record shows live and people can call in. It's like a live radio show. And then it becomes a podcast similar to blog talk. But it's through Spotify and you have to have an account with Spotify. It's it, whatever. But anyway, I was on there the other day just checking out to see what kind of shows they have on there, and they had a scheduled show about podcasting, and the host was Brenda Starr. You remember her from the early blog talk days, Brenda Starr? Yeah, that I remember buddy? that name. Yeah. I remember she that was, name. Yeah, she was always over all the blog talk shows in the early days. We used to uh, – she was on around blog talk a couple segments. We uh, kind of made fun of her. Um, <laughs> nice. Yeah. So she's still uh, at it, too, but she's over at Spotify Green Room. I don't know if she's still on Blog Talk at all, but wow, how about that? Yeah. 
Maybe Dr. Bloggenstein's over there as well. Remember that guy? <laughs> there was a lot of good shows. Remember I called this them, them uh, psychic people? Yeah, the, uh they were good, and uh, of course the Owen and Grilling Girls. Larry loved those kids. Um, oh yeah, but, uh, they were the best. Remember Becky Buckwild from Flavor of Love? She had a show, and uh, Rob Van Dam Maybe had a great show. Know, I didn't even know she had a show. Oh yeah, we used to uh, make always play her on around Blog Talk, and we cut up the clips. But yeah, there used to be a lot of great shows on Blog Talk. Now not so much. It's just for lazy, <laughs> stupid people like me who still. You know what we need to do is we need to and call Yvonne Walgreens. Let's be hey. fair. <laughs> oh, that's right. We need to call. Hey, what we need to do is we need to call Walgreens and tell them we're on their website and we're checking out these products. <laughs> yeah, just ask questions. <laughs> and, I want, and, I'll, and I'll ask them about the pocket pussy if they got that. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like you got all Can these fucking Can I return the pocket pussy if I've already used it? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't fit. <laughs> I remember, you know, you guys will, you guys will probably be disgusted by this, but it's not, it's not as bad as it is. It's not as bad as but it We had a yard sale uh, <laughs> at the end of the summer, <laughs> and I put one of them used pocket pussy. <laughs> 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 I was asking eight bucks for it, but uh, <laughs> it was slightly used. But still, the box was still good. The box, it was new in the box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do you have another caller? I, I think I recognize the number, but let's just see here. Uh, call in the six one zero area code. Are you there, caller? I'm here. Tom Buckley. Hey, it's Tom Buckley. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for the Ed show. Ed show days, I was Teej. That's right, the Ed Teej, oh, yeah, remember? Yeah. He was Teej, yeah, he changed his name. Teej 2410 yeah. or some shit like that, wasn't it? Yeah, that's that's my name. See, yeah. look at how the fuck is my memory so goddamn good? <laughs> I know, because you're so old. <laughs> pay, pay, good Lord. Pay, pay 23, right? Hey, yeah, yeah, the early days. Pay 23. <laughs> hey, listen. So, I bet you Teej 2410... <laughs> Would be interested in a slightly used pocket boom. <laughs> 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 I think he's probably good. I don't know. Uh, Tom Buck too. What's going on? I just uh, <laughs> popped in. A, I popped in to an update on a Ed's, Ed's gambling advice on craps from the other from the your show. Oh, hey, right, yeah, yeah. What happened? Did anybody hit? Did anybody hit? Ooh. I, I lost track of how many times I would have lost a hundred dollars playing, playing <laughs> that way. <laughs> but here's the key thing: how many times would you have won? <laughs> None. <laughs> I wouldn't. I would have remembered that. I, I, I just kept, I stopped keeping track of how many times I lost. I just nope, didn't win. Nope, didn't win. Yeah. What? Nobody. Well, nobody was rolling for hard fours and tens. No, it was it was a pretty cold table after I hung up with you guys. It was it was very very few hard fours and tens even hit. It was crazy. Well, my my new the system cost me about, cooler. That's right. My new system cost me about thirty five dollars the other night. So yeah, it wasn't working either. Playing craps. Yeah, wasn't so good. With the 
the three and the one thing? Is that what did you try that? Uh, yeah, the three chips that open on the don't pass, and then you put one on the the don't come, and then uh, you uh, hope for a seven. But I just couldn't get a seven. Then I, I went like fifteen rolls without a seven. And I just kept losing a dollar each time. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, it just uh, <laughs> it wasn't good. Yeah, that would have been a, that would have been a good roll to be on the numbers. <laughs> yes, I remember one time. One time, me and Franklin, Honky White Sucker, the Rayhound, and about five other guys all went to the crab table. And check this out. We confused the shit out of the fucking dealers. Uh-oh. We all rolled dice at the same time. We all had dice in our pockets. Dice went every fucking where. The fucking stick man was like, whoa, 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 whoa. We're like, hey, we got a seven fucking winner. The other guy started fucking trying to pay us and everything. That's ridiculous. We got every point on one roll. We got every point on one roll. Oh, my God. That's absurd. Uh, no, but I, I'll tell you that the most fucked up thing that ever happened at the crab table, besides with me and Franklin when he, he was supposed to win all that money, but one night me and Franklin was at uh, – the El Dorado Casino in Henderson. It's a it's a little dive shithole place, and uh, so I'm there and I and I'm playing twenty dollars on five nine hopper. So I I I had played twenty, lost it. Played another twenty, lost it. Then I go, ah, hey, give me forty on five nine hopping. I lost it. So finally I go, ah, hey, give me a hundred dollars on five nine hopping. And right when the guy was getting ready to throw, the lady goes, oh, no bet. I got to go to the bathroom. The fucking the cage lady, the fucking box lady. And the dude fucking <laughs> rolled a nine. And, I, and they were like, no bet. I'm like, dude, no, nah, fuck that. She can't go to the bathroom. I go, you can't pick and choose when this bet is on. If you're taking that bet fucking a minute ago, you got to take it for every fucking roll. They go, no, we can't take hot bets when there's nobody in the box. I go, well, that bitch better get the fuck back in the box because you just fucking rolled a nine and you rolled another five afterwards. So I'm owed $1,600 and shit. So we made a big stink about it. I got a excuse it. now. Huh? I can just say that now. Like, oh, sorry, I got to go to the bathroom. You Have can't you ever heard here. nothing like that before? Have you ever heard <laughs> No, that's like in, that, that would not be allowed. <laughs> we can't just no. get up and leave. <laughs> <laughs> so I fucking told him, I go, I'm calling gaming right now, and we're going to fucking run the tapes for gaming. Oh, them motherfuckers <laughs> paid me my 1600 shit. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go, guys. See ya. All right, Tom. Thank you, Tom Buck, too. There he goes, Tom Buck, too. He's running the casinos here in Pennsylvania. Um. All right, dude. Well, we're about out of show because we scheduled for two hours, so we only got a couple minutes left. Ah, I doubt well, if anyone is still it. listening at this point. But would you like to give any, uh, you know, words of advice to the kids out there in the world of America? Just don't let them talk bad about you. All right. Now it's time to say goodbye to Ed and all his friends. They would like to thank you, folks, for kindly dropping in. You're all invited back next week to listen to my show. So get yourself a couple paychecks and go and buy a hoe. Y'all come back now. Yeah. I like the girl with the booty in the front. Yeah. Bup, bup, booty in the front. Yeah. Booty in the front. Yeah. Bup, bup, booty in the front. Yeah. Booty in the front. In the front, I like the girl with the booty in the front. Yeah. Bop, bop, booty in the front. Yeah.